Shopify grows your business no matter how far or big you grow. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're selling your fans' next favorite shirt or an exclusive piece of podcast merch, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Allbirds, Rothy's, Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash income, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash income now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Welcome to the Postpartum Coach Podcast, where we embrace our needs as moms, we learn to lead ourselves first, then our families, and where we create our own healing from the inside out to find our way to the work we were meant to do in this world. I'm your host, a fellow mom of three and a certified life coach, Lizzie Langston. Hello, my friends. I just love, I really do regard each of you as my friends. It's so beautiful what technology enables us to do. How are you? This week, I wanted to share a story with you. I got on the yoga mat, so I got to reverse a little bit. I lost three three grandparents over the span of about 14 months. And I'll be honest with you, I just tried recording this little ditty of a story (laughs) And I just, I like got off on tangents. There's so much to say. I just want to chat with you about all the things. Can we? Let's do that sometime. But for today, I just want to tell you about this cool experience I had speaking of today's topic, which is mind body connection through the grief process, you know, over the last 14 months, losing three grandparents and especially this most recent one, just here in January, 2021, I have really gotten even more deeply attuned to my body. And I'm just listening at such a present level. It's kind of cool. It's really, really fascinating how much feedback is there from our body, not in the form of words, but with our body's own language. So I was laying in bed trying to go to sleep and I just couldn't sleep. I felt restless, but it was more of an emotional restless, but it was kind of physical. And so I felt the feedback at that moment was to move. To, and so I thought, okay, if I'm going to be moving before bed, let's do some yoga, just stretching. I think there was some releasing, some energy that was built up, some emotional storage. I had been thinking earlier that day a lot about one of my grandmothers and um, I'd cried, but I, th- I felt like there was just more releasing to do. So I, I took my yoga mat and I went into the bedroom of my youngest two. They share a bedroom. They have bunk beds. Rosie and Amos. And so I set up my yoga mat and I did the, I put my phone up there, yoga with Adrian. If I haven't already told you about Adrian, she's an online yoga person that just breaks the barriers for all of us that don't really identify as like full-time yogis. And we don't have all the cute, sexy, um, tight clothes and we don't have the fancy yoga mats. Although I actually, I'm kind of proud. I bought like a nice yoga mat recently, 
But other than that, I feel like I'm definitely a beginner who's with me. So um, check her out. She's on YouTube. It's totally free. Yoga with Adrienne, A-D-R-I-E-N-E. And I highly recommend, and this is one of the videos, this is the video that I did the other night in the story that I'm relating, uh, was I did video number three, I believe, from the 30-day yoga journey in January of 2021. She did a 30-day series every day in January, and it's titled Breath. I am a nerd and bought the sweater. She has like a merchandise store. I bought the sweater. Felicia knows. My assistant, Felicia, I already told her. I'm like, I bought it. It's so good. It's so cute. So anyway, I get the yoga mat out and I turn her on and I just start moving. And she has this philosophy called find what feels good, which means that no matter what she's saying and inviting you to do, you always have the option and the kind of um, most high, the highest priority is your body and what feels good to you that day. Cause that changes from day to day. And so there was a moment where I just felt like laying down in child's pose, even though she was kind of still going. And I enjoyed just listening to her while I sat and was just attuned to my body. And she calls it a love cave. Like when you get down in child's pose and you have your elbows out in front of you, it's just like this cave of love. Like you're, you're just with your body so intimately. I want that for all of you guys, whether it's yoga or not, I want your life to feel like this big, big love cave where no matter what happens in your life, you have such a strong and intimate mind body connection that nothing truly can ever penetrate like that mind body connectedness. And I want to offer today that postpartum anxiety and postpartum depressions are flags. They are your body's language and way of telling you that there is a mind-body connection, that your mind is pulling at your body too fast or too hard. Uh, your mind isn't listening. Your brain, you're, you're living up in your head and you're not connected to your body. I've often talked about anxiety and depression postpartum as invitations. Like anxiety is an invitation. Depression is an invitation to completely redo and restore, really restore and maybe for the first time in your adult life, create a true and complete mind-body connection. And I just want you to marinate on that today. I want you to consider that that could be true. I, I truly believe that in the work that I've done in my own life, healing myself from postpartum anxiety and postpartum depression, as I look back, that process of healing was restoring and creating a strong connection and awareness between with my mind and body, those two entities paying attention to each other and living in sync with each other. This is kind of a lost art. And I feel like that is really what yoga is all about, which is why it's such a great compliment to my process and to the healing process. Um, I believe that the true long lasting solution to postpartum anxiety is not actually figuring out how to quote manage anxiety. That's just the first step. It's rather to create a setting in which anxiety isn't needed anymore. And that is totally possible. I'm going to talk about that more in my three-step process. It's about balancing how you use your imagination, which is where anxiety is created from. But when you create a setting using the three steps that I work with my clients on, I'll talk about them later, in which anxiety is not needed, it just sort of melts off of your brain and your body's radar because you have created such an ability to calm yourself, mind, body, body, mind. It doesn't where you start the calming process, but your mind and body can get so calm that anxiety just really 
doesn't happen as much. Wanting to just feel normal again, raise your hand if that's you, right? When we're postpartum, so many of us just want to feel normal again and just make it go away. Like, Hey, can we just get through this? That's like putting a bandaid on a hernia that just keeps spilling out. (laughs) Let me say that again. It's kind of like a grotesque image, but you know what a hernia is? It's when your intestines are literally like spilling out into your stomach. They're your intestinal, your intestinal lining has essentially given way and your intestines are sort of spilling out and it results in like this loose bagginess happening in your abdomen. It's really gross, <laughs> kind of. Um, that happens. It's called a hernia. Okay. And so what I'm saying is wanting to just manage anxiety or feel normal again is like putting a bandaid on a hernia that keeps spilling out. We want to solve anxiety like any other health problem. We want to do it in a causal way. We want to not just mask the symptom, right? Western medicine is so good at masking symptoms. Oh, your knee hurts. Here's some medication versus let's take a look at the ligaments. What's your diet? Like, how are you using your knee, right? The lifestyle, the diet, all of that stuff. We're just like, oh, well, here's some oil to rub on it. Here's a pill forever more. Just take this pill. So we don't want to solve anxiety like that because that is a symptom solving approach. We want to do a causal approach. We want to get down to the root cause. We don't want to temporarily mask symptoms, like I said, because we then become a slave to our symptoms. Essentially, we're always having to run away from them. We're always having to answer them versus really getting to to the root of them. And by the way, let me just say that I'm not against Western medicine. I'm not against medicine at all. I just don't advocate for a medicine-only approach to anxiety and depression because the cause of anxiety and the cause of postpartum depression and postpartum anxiety is a lack of mind-body connection. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Let me say that one more time. The cause and the root of postpartum anxiety and postpartum depression is a lack of mind-body connection. And I could even substitute connection for awareness. Where there is awareness, there is connection. We are a lot of times just unaware of how we're using our mind and how that's affecting our body. And the result of that unawareness is a lack of connection between your mind and body and you, which creates is, is just the breeding ground for anxiety and depressiveness. So the solution, the most permanent and thorough solution to postpartum depression, depressiveness and anxiety is restoring a mind body connection within yourself, gaining tons of awareness with how you're using your mind and how that affects your body. This is exactly what I do in my three-step process with my clients that I want to briefly review with you. But before I tell you more about that, I really want to paint this picture from a day-to-day basis. You might be wondering, okay, but a mind-body connection, it sounds lovely, but what is that? How do I do that, first of all? And what does that even look like? So I'm going to start with the second of those questions. What does it look like to have a mind-body connection? So going back to that story I shared kind of leading into this episode, when you're not feeling like you can sleep, instead of just like going and taking 
a pill, which, hey, I actually sometimes do grab a melatonin if I'm having a hard time sleeping. But if my kind of feedback from my body is that there's emotional storage and tenseness, it just means solving for that, right? Not muting that, but actually listening, having awareness, asking your body, and then going and doing something that might even be out of your way, or you might have to hire a sitter to come be with your kids. It's not always the easiest thing to do to have a mind-body connection. It can be very easy to just mute the body and live in your mind and just bring your body along. But having a mind-body connection means stopping what you're doing and attending to your body. It means maybe getting less done in a day. Maybe you're you're three items down on a 10-item to-do list of cleaning your house, and you, you gauge your energy, and you're like, you know what? I think I can only do about two or three more of these items, and then the rest are going to have to happen tomorrow. It means adapting what your mind and brain wants to do to facilitate your body. And the belief that underlies that, the belief that you would need to have to take that action is that life is just better with a mind-body connection and that a mind-body connection and like how you're living is so, is just as important as what you're doing when you live. Let me say that just one more time. And I know, um, Adrian, my yoga friend online, she says this all the time, how you do the movement is just as important as doing the movement. In fact, more important. So if, if, for example, she's offering a pose where you lean forward and touch your toes, she doesn't just want you to drop down and touch your toes and like kind of hurt your back. She wants you to mindfully every little inch listening for that feedback, noticing the sensations in your back, notice, noticing the pull and the tension in your hamstrings and stopping when your body says stop. Because we know that not all of us can go to our toes, right? So apply that little image there to your day with your kids. When your kids are asking for a snack, but you just sat down on the couch, instead of thinking, I have to go help them because they're asking for a snack, checking in with your body and maybe you tell them, hey, give me five minutes. Mommy's body is asking for a rest and I'm going to listen and I'm going to rest right now. So I will help you get a snack in five minutes. Or, you know, if your husband is asking you to stay with the kids when you were going to go out because he's going to get home late, it means maybe potentially calling somebody if that was important to you. And if your body really felt like it needed to get out or taking the kids with you and still getting out, it just means listening and asking your body what it needs, including your body in the decision-making process all of the time. Okay. So hopefully that helps later in this episode, at the end of the episode, I'm going to be reading, I'm really excited about this. I'm going to be reading a list, uh, that my clients, I asked my clients to give me of all of the sort of ripple effect results that they have seen in their life and in their work life, in their motherhood, in their marriage, in their personal life, as they have established a mind body connection. So stay till the end to hear that. To further teach and illustrate this idea of a mind-body connection, I really, I really was when I was thinking about this episode, I really want you, no matter where you are, where you gauge that you are in your personal connection between mind and body, I wanted to kind of illustrate and paint a picture that is so vivid and so real that you could see yourself in it. So that's part of why I'm sharing my clients' results later in this episode. But to do that, I wanted to walk you down this path of possibility which I believe is a life that is available to you and to each of us that awaits you. So I believe that you can be living in the same brain 
and the same body, those, those two things that make up our entire existence, right? I believe that you can live in your mind and body in a way where they are working together, where you can calm your body instantly with your mind and you can calm your mind instantly using your body. It's a marvelous world to live in. I love it dearly. I want you to do this. and I believe you can. I help my clients do this. And so I'm going to walk you through an analogy. I want you to imagine that your current anxiety or depressiveness or anger, or even your physical or chronic pain postpartum, anything that really crept up uh, postpartum since you've had your baby. I want you to imagine that that anxiety, I'm just going to use that for example here, that your anxiety is like a wild horse. You never know what it's going to do. And you're more than a little afraid to ride it. (laughs) You are used to riding trained horses, right? Before postpartum, you had a certain way of doing things and you had a certain feel of control over your own emotions. And now postpartum, it's like a wild horse, okay? That anxiety is like a wild horse. You're riding a wild horse. It's a totally different ball game than a trained horse, yeah? And it can feel super dangerous. And to be real, it could be. Women do, you know, they are sometimes in danger from the internal emotions and mental health issues they have postpartum. So a wild horse can be dangerous. Postpartum anxiety could be dangerous. Now let's say you have to ride a horse if you want to get where you're going, right? Just like you have to deal with anxiety in your brain and body if it's there because you have a brain and you have a body. There's no escaping that. It's part of the human experience. And since you will never actually get away from your brain, you have to learn how to manage the anxiety, right? You have to learn how to break that wild horse. In step one and step two of my program, in my coaching practice, I help women in a way that is completely tailored to them individually and yet is part of this overarching healing process. I help them to learn how to calm their body and calm their mind at any moment. They basically break the wildness of their anxiety. They break, like like breaking in, I don't even know if it, is it like you break a wild horse or you break in a wild horse? I don't really know. You break the lack of control in your brain and your body. Not broken like the opposite of fixed, right? It's not like you're breaking it like in a bad way. You are taming it. Let's just use that word. When you can tame your postpartum mental and emotional symptoms, when you can tame your anxiety and tame your depressiveness, you start to form a connection. Now, going back to this horse analogy, I want you to imagine being a cowgirl, a cow woman, (laughs) that truly breaks that wild horse. And he was broken by you and he is loyal to you. Can you just imagine the relationship that could be there potentially when there is so much calm? So when you stayed calm through his wild and you got him to be calm, now you're both calm together. How much trust is there? How much partnership is there? How much you can get done and achieve together? How much more? And could you have ridden that wild horse and gotten some things done just through threatening, through physical pain, through poking and prodding him? 
possibly, although the danger level would have been high and the effectiveness would have been low. When you dedicate time to the relationship with your anxiety, just like you dedicate this time to breaking this wild horse, you have a true partner. You have trust. You have the ability to be calm together, and it is so rewarding. This relationship between your mind and body that a cowgirl, an experienced cow woman, I feel weird saying cowgirl, cow woman might have with her horse that she breaks. It's it's a unique relationship. This is the relationship you can have with your body because it's yours and because the wild that is there, when you're the one to learn how to calm it, which I guide you. So I'm like the cowgirl trainer. I train the cowgirls and then they go break the wild in their horse or their body, right? <laughs> such a fun analogy. Um, it's unlike anything and it's such a rewarding relationship and you have it for life. My friends, you have this relationship for life. There's such beautiful consent. And I also want you to think about just zooming in. It's such an artistic image, right? Zooming into riding a horse that you have broken by yourself. And this horse is totally connected to you. How hard do you feel like you might have to tug on those reins to get that bo- to get that horse to turn for you? If you have built, you know, you've invested this time and this love, really it's a labor of love to get the wild out of this horse, to help this horse heal and to know that he or she is loved, to help this horse be grounded and broken in. When you do that, like I said, you have a relationship for life and you can just barely tap that horse's side and she she goes from a walk to a gallop or a trot and from a trot to a gallop and from a gallop to a run from a run to a sprint you just it's the subtlest little things it's like driving a really fancy car and learning how to use that steering wheel and getting to know how hot the gas pedal is and how sensitive the brakes are so that you're not jolting yourself forward when you stop at a stoplight you understand just how hard to touch that gas pedal or just how hard to touch those brakes for your car to slow down gracefully and at a pace that doesn't leave you jerking around. I want to invite you into this relationship with your body and with your postpartum symptoms, with your anxiety and your depression. I want to offer that you can be the one to break in that anxiety and depressiveness, just like a horse. You can be the one. Anxiety doesn't have to run around and buck you off and be all wild. It doesn't. Your body doesn't have to feel like a scary, scary place. It doesn't. Your mind and your body are meant to work together, just like horse and man are meant to work together. They have such a beautiful, beautiful, complementary relationship where they move almost in a dance with each other. And that can be you with your body. It happens in my three-step process. Step number one, calm your mind. In this step, we learn how to use our body to calm our mind. Let me say that again. In step number one, which is calm your mind, we learn how to use our body and all of the surface area and capacity for grounding that is there to calm our mind. And we achieve the result of calming our mind. Your mind gets calm. In step number two, you calm, it's calm your body. And in this step, we learn how to use our mind to calm our body when our body needs calming. By the time that you've gone through step one and step two, 
You have a body and mind connection that is intimate where you can just tap that horse and it moves, right? And you can you know exactly how to get to calm in any instance. That's when step number three happens. Calm your life. Step three is calm your life. Your life gets calm. And a woman, I really want you to imagine this for you. A woman who walks through her life with a calm and constant mind-body connection, who is grounded and who knows her body and mind, is a woman who isn't frazzled or isn't a hot mess because she has this inner connection. She's a healed woman. She's grounded. She's present with her kids. She's wise. And when she's healed, grounded, and present and wise as a woman, she's a healed mother. She's a grounded mother. She's a playful mother, a present mother, and a wise mother. To finish showing you what's possible with a mind-body connection. I've asked, like I said, some of my current clients who are in step three of my three-step process, Calm Your Life, to send me a list of the actual results that they have created since establishing this mind-body connection that I'm talking to you about, this delicious mind-body connection. Here are some of those things. Literally, these are their words. The list is kind of long, but I want you to see if any of these are on your wish list. They learned finally, once and for all, how to manage their anxiety to where it's not a threat. They started listening, started listening. I'm just going to say, let's put it in their words. So started listening to my body, became more present, created a better work-life balance. I have a few few moms that are full-time working moms. Pivoted my business quickly in the middle of a pandemic instead of wallowing in the anxiety of it all. Worked on resentment towards my husband for the mental load of motherhood, right? So clearing the resentment towards my husband clears our motherhood. Actually changed my mindset and cut out treats for months when I never thought I could do that. So that is the weight loss category. Weight loss often really resolves itself after you create a mind-body connection. So that postpartum poundage that's still there, I want you to know that the mind-body connection is the way to weight loss. Started being curious about things that my kids were doing instead of just staying frustrated and in those loops of you get frustrated that it happens and then it happens again and then you're still frustrated. You never really figure it out. So my clients, when they have this intuitive mind-body connection, they make it to curiosity and they solve problems. They cut those loops with their kids that keep happening and happening. Continuing on with this list, learned how to set boundaries and keep them. That is huge, my friends, like boundaries with the mother-in-law, boundaries with husband, boundaries with kids, boundaries with friends, and actually keeping them, not just setting the boundary and feeling so delicious, but when the boundary is crossed, like actually taking action and keeping them sticking up for yourself, staying in a healthy space. Learned to take responsibility for myself and my feelings. So stopped expecting and relying on others to change so that I could be happy. Learned to practice intentional thoughts to cultivate the feelings I want. Intentionality is such a byproduct of the mind-body connection. Felt more present in motherhood and actually enjoy being a mom. I don't know about you guys, but if postpartum has decreased your enjoyment of being a mom, this can bring it back. The mind-body connection that you establish in my three steps, feeling more present in motherhood and actually enjoying being a mom. I quit couples therapy and brought my marriage back from the brink of separation. I know exactly which client this is. And they were truly considering separation and she was considering moving out 
um, when she hired me. And she ended up quitting couples therapy, really digging into coaching and brought her marriage back from the brink of separation, went back to work and negotiated a 30% salary increase, learned coping techniques for anxiety, learned to listen to my body, less arguments with my husband, more confidence at work, right? When your mind and your body are connected, you have a confidence that nobody can take from you. Started splitting household chores with my husband and asking him to help, not being afraid of asking him to help, right? And that came, I know which client this is as well. And that started with her listening to her body at the end of a workday and realizing that she didn't actually have the energy to do all that she had been doing. And that's why she was getting depressive and anxious. And so she started, because she listened to her body, she was able to take that signal and go reach out to her husband. And now he does dinner and it's working beautifully and her body is happy. And she's more playful with her daughter after work too, and more present and learned to speak my mind. Okay. You guys, I want to invite you to a deeper mind body connection. And if you have healing that needs to happen in the present moment with postpartum depression and anxiety, if you have healing that needs to happen from the past, and you are postpartum, I would love to help you do all of that healing and processing to secure a future in your motherhood that you want via a mind-body connection that you crave, that you love. So go to lizzielangston.com forward slash consult to get started on your mind-body connection today. I'll talk to you next week. Love you guys. Bye-bye. Hey, Lizzie here. I've helped dozens of postpartum moms just like you to manage their postpartum anxiety and deconstruct their postpartum depression. It's really easy for me. So if you're ready to feel better, I know the way. Let's chat on the phone. Set up a time by going to lizzielangston.com forward slash consult. It's pretty simple and I will be calling you soon.